guys, hope you are well. We are back for another episode. I think we're up into double digits. I think you're number 10. Oh, yeah. double digits. Going I strong. like it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so I'm here with Casey from Blind Sport New Zealand. Um, she's welcoming me into their office, so I'm in the lovely part now today. Thank you so much for meeting up with no me. No worries, thanks for having me. Big, strong double digits. Um, so today, our kind of general purpose is to understand more about Blind Sport New Zealand, what Casey does, what the organisation does, and just kind of get into the depths of it all and understand it a little bit more. I can help you out. Yeah, so do you want to introduce yourself yeah. um, as in like your role here and what Blind Sport New Zealand do? Yeah, so um, my name is Casey Flynn. I'm the Education and Programs Manager at Blind Sport New Zealand. Um, and pretty much what I do is help support individuals who are blind, deaf, blind, or have low vision, get involved mm. in sport and active recreation mm. um, in any shape and size. Um, so that's competitive participation, kids, adults, everywhere in between. Mm -hmm. um, I've been with Blind Sport New Zealand for coming on two, oh shivers, <laughs> three, <Ooh>. two. <laughs> it's getting up there. A while, a while now. <laughs> Um, and that sort of started off um, in an administration role, just part-time, and then it's developed and changed. Um, we've recently gone through a restructure, as much as you restructure two-person organisation, uh -huh. um, and that sort of got me into my role to align with um, our new strategic plan. So, um, yeah. Oh, cool. Because you guys, although you're based in Auckland, your two-person organisation is... Nationwide. Yeah, so it's actually currently a one-person organisation. Um... <laughs> We will be a two-person organisation hopefully soon, but obviously impacts of COVID-19 um, mm -hmm. just postponed all our hiring and things like that. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping to get a second person into the awareness engagement kind of role. Um, but yeah, so it's myself operating nationally. What a champion. Yeah, so um, yeah, no, no, it's good. It's um, We're pretty lucky, pretty fortunate to be based at um, Biomovision NZ. Um, so can connect them with them quite a bit in yeah. various organisations of the country. So yeah, great yeah. communication to have across the hall. Like. Oh, <laughs> so good! It's great. I love it. No, yeah, yeah it's good. And so you were at Parafit Auckland originally. I was. Initially, what was the timeline with that? Um, so I was actually with Parafit Auckland in the lead up to the Halberd Games in twenty. 2018. Mm. Um, so that was. Uh, before Anna was in her role there. It was actually going back before Katie and back to when Lizzie was there. <laughs> That's when I started as a coach as well. Oh, there you go. So um, so that was when I was a part-time with Blind Sport New Zealand and I was in 20 hours a week helping um, in the lead to the Halbert Games. So um, for those who not who aren't involved in the behind-the-scenes stuff, it's a lot of work that goes into those three days. Big time. Yeah. A lot of work, all the programs and events, um, planning and getting everyone into the right things. It's it's a lot. Huge. It's huge. Yeah. I think um, parents and athletes don't necessarily understand the amount of work that goes in the background. <laughs> but, um, yeah, involved with that, when I, which I loved. And then, actually, um, since they volunteered with the team last year and will hopefully be doing it again this year well Which is actually next year, year in April <laughs> um so yeah we're the two hats because I, I love it that's so cool yeah absolutely love it. and so like the values that you have obviously like being really involved in this sector and this community does that translate into what you do and how you work within Blind Sport New Zealand yeah so I suppose connection and collaboration is super important for what we do as a small organization we 
can't do everything by ourselves. Mm. So making sure that um, we're working with other organisations that uh, have similar goals and values and are working towards the same sort of um, big goal um, is really important for us. So for me, that's connecting with Parachute Auckland on various programmes, um, working with Halberg to make sure that our youth are engaged, connecting with Blind Low Vision NZ, um, and all these different organisations in between. So, yeah, making sure that connection and collaboration is, yeah, massive for us. Yeah. Um, making sure that people are at the centre of everything we do as well. Um, you know, we're here for, for our athletes and those who maybe aren't active yet but um, want to be or perhaps can get those benefits out of being active. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I know that you guys um, take on or and support a lot of the sports that are um, specifically for blind vision or vision impaired athletes. Yeah. What's the, kind of the goal with all of those sports? Like, where do you guys see yourself in... Five, ten, fifteen years. Yeah. You know? So it's a bit. It depends, kind of, on the sport, and depends what the goal of the individual athlete is. Obviously. Uh-huh. So we work predominantly within the participation and community space, uh-huh. um, and then quite often when the athletes obviously get to that higher high performance level, um, they end up working with you know, obviously the coaches, uh-huh. um, various coaches. Um, but a lot of what we do, um, for example, we have the New Zealand Blind Cricket Team, the Blind Caps. So they're led by New Zealand Blind Cricket Association, but we support them wherever we can with a whole bunch of things. Their yeah. events down in um, Tauranga last year, which was really cool at the Bay Oval. Oh, cool. um, but yeah, it just really depends on the sports and where they're heading. Yeah. Um, some teams are looking for obviously um, national championships and um, competing overseas, whereas others just want to be involved in the social aspect that goes alongside that, um, particularly some of our older members and younger members alike. Um, you know, just that social... Um, social side that comes from sport, you know, the fun yeah. and enjoyment and being part of a team or that community spirit, I think is really important. Human factor, eh? Yeah. Do you think you've tapped the surface of all the possible athletes? No, not in any way, shape or form. Um, and to be perfectly honest, um, and we're pretty open about this, we don't have a full understanding of the blind um, and low vision sporting network, um, landscape, sorry. Yeah. Um, so understanding who's out there and what they're doing. Um, we don't want to take ownership, obviously, of an, any individuals. Yeah. We're happy for athletes and individuals to be out participating within their local clubs. That's what we want. Mm. Um, but understanding who's actually out there, um, we're hoping in the next sort of 12, 18 months we can do a bit of a research piece in this space, um, get some people in. Um, not going to be my area. <laughs> already doing enough. But eventually. Yeah, yeah, but eventually get someone in to get a real understanding. Um, we know that a lot of the community... Um, our, our, the older community, um, yeah. so a lot of individuals we engage with have um, vi- uh, age-related um, vision loss. Mm. Um, so engaging with those those people as well is a whole different um, kettle of fish. Yeah. Do you think there's a lot of athletes, or is it kind of like a dream of yours to have a lot of athletes that don't need your support that go to clubs and just 100%. are looked after? Hundred percent. I'm essentially trying to work myself out of a job I I like put it so like I would love for um anyone within our community to be able to go down the street go into their local sports club their swimming pool athletic track wherever and just join in no problems don't have to worry about it so that's sort of where we're working in the education space and that's a lot of my role so supporting 
coaches and national sporting organisations so that they can make sure that they know how to support our athletes. And yeah. to be honest, it's it's not tough. Sometimes it just takes a bit of creative thinking mm. and it's something that they haven't thought about in the past. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's just thinking how how can we do this slightly different to make sure it's inclusive for, of everyone. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, if I'm out of a job in five years, that means that, you know, I've done done a good job done your dash yeah done my dash (laughs) and that we can connect and you know they don't have to worry about um making sure we find a club that has a really a skilled coach who knows how to coach someone with an impairment um yeah that's the end goal to be perfectly honest I 100% agree and like as a coach and being around so many other coaches you know my area of coaching which is adaptive is classed as specialty and like although it is specialty and it has all its own like tricks and, and yeah. ways like it shouldn't it shouldn't it, it should shouldn't. just be coaching just coaching you know? yeah 100%, 100% agree so we'll just power up that t- team up and yeah. push through on that one <laughs> yeah exactly we won't be around <laughs> so, yeah. so like you like we as we were just talking about is you want to be exposed to more people so that you can create the opportunities for those people yeah. so that like, they can be supported what kind because of, we might have some listeners that may not necessarily be part of the vision mm-hmm. impaired community yeah and so like how can they support blind sport new zealand and support people they might know that could potentially be part of blind sport new zealand mm-hmm. to kind of bridge them with you and things like yeah. that honestly just get in touch with us yeah. facebook email phone website um you'll be talking to me <laughs> i like to think i'm a pretty friendly approachable person yeah. um and i can help and if you know exactly what sport you want to do then awesome i can help connect you with a club coach um in your local area so you can keep on participating if you have no clue what you want to do if you honestly some people like i want to do something i don't know what i want to do (laughs) i'll send them through a list they're like yeah that sounds cool that sounds cool awesome i can help them out with that as well um so yeah what a key thing of what i want to do is make sure it's in the local community as well Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point connecting with the opportunity. You know, you live on the North Shore, connecting with something down in Pukekohe because, you know, you might be able to get there once a week max. And we know what and that southern motorway is I like. <laughs> and I was on it this morning. Um, it's a mission. So yeah. trying to find you your your closest club, mm. and then providing that club and coaches with um, with the skills and, and knowledge that they need um, to best support you. Yeah. Um, making sure you have that positive first experience is, yeah. I think is really vital. Um, otherwise, you know, it could be put people off sport for life, yeah. unfortunately. Which is not great, obviously. No, it's not great <laughs> and it's not our goal. So, no. yeah. And so for a person having their first experience in a sport with like under the umbrella of Blind Sport New Zealand, what can they kind of expect? Like... Who will they meet? Who will they see? Yeah. What are they going to do? So quite often, um, a lot of our coaches and a lot of our programs are led by coaches who have vision impairment themselves. Mm-hmm. So they've been there themselves. Um, they know that it can be scary or be intimidated going into this new environment. Um, so you'll be welcomed by someone who has experience in that space. Um, they'll talk to you and they'll talk you through what you're going to do. So. For example, um, if you're totally blind and completely new to the space, they'll let you know what's around you, so the environment that you're going to be in, um, where things like the bathrooms are and, yeah. and where they need to go for various bits and pieces. Um, so you'll be welcome to the environment and you'll know what's around you and who's with you as well. Um, a lot of our programs are quite small, mm-hmm. um, so quite small and intimate, which is really cool. 
Um, so you get a lot of one-on-one support as well. Um, so you won't be left doing nothing. You'll be left with someone who knows what they're doing kind just of thing. Hanging out. Yeah, yeah, just hanging out, <laughs> chilling out. Um, yeah, so, and then from there, you'll get the chance to have a go and um, participate. And if it's your first time, you'll get an introduction, obviously, to the sport, and mm. then you can go from there, and we can help connect you in with um, clubs and coaches and, you know, pursue to whatever level you may wish to, um, yeah. whether that's just having fun with friends and family. Yeah. Um, for it's competitively, we can help you along the way as well. That's so cool. Yeah. That's like, I feel like, I feel comfortable just, like, yeah. lancing in. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... My favourite question, and I guess it's kind of strange because with other people I've done the podcast with, it's been the whole conversation's been about them. So now it's yeah. touching on to just you. <laughs> but knowing where you are now mm-hmm. with Blind Sport New Zealand and knowing where you've come from, um, if you were going to teleport back to five years ago, what's the advice you would give yourself? Okay. Um, I think probably continue to network and chat to people. Um and be really open about how you communicate with people. I think it's super important that, um, you know, there's so many people around me who know so much in so many different areas, yeah. and just being able to continue to open up and talk to them about their experiences and what they do, um, I think it's really valuable. It's something they still do now, so well, I like to think I do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, just continuing to chat, um, be open, take any opportunities that you possibly can. Um, I did a lot of volunteering when I was um, sort of through uni and things like that, which I think was really valuable. But I think I'd even do that more. So Yeah. yeah. Take the opportunities take the chance. and just go. Yeah, just honestly, just go for it. Like So yeah. cool. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. That's I think it summed up everything. Do you want to have any last words? Or we wrapped uh, it up really nice. <laughs> Not that I can think of. <laughs> no, get in touch. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. Um, any questions? Just give me a bell. I'm always here to help out wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And remember, team, she's not just in Auckland. She is everywhere. Although she's based physically in Auckland, so um, I will put all of Casey's details and as well Blind Sport New, Ze- New Zealand's website and things. So if you want to look around a little bit more, check out the space, check out what they do specifically, then just head into those and you can talk to Casey um, further about anything. And as well, as she said before, if you know anyone that might really, really benefit from getting exposed to a sport that um, they could be involved with, then give her a call as well. She's there for everything. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And otherwise, team, we will see you on the next episode. See you! Bye. Oh, oh.